the galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Remembrancer's Retreat, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy and Specialist Games podcast. My name is Jesse. I'm here with Jared and Austin. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Feeling sexy like usual. Really, oh, awesome. living the dream. Get that, get that mic a little bit closer there. All right, fine. There we go. Yeah. Sweet. Feeling sexy. Sweet. So sexy. I just didn't want to overwhelm the mic with my dulcet tones. You know? That's fair. You That's fair. Got to get in there. Got to get right up in the nook. Mm. Still, get, still getting used to recording in person, you know? Yeah, it feels good. Nice to see you all here, down in my basement, <laughs> living the nerd life. I know. <laughs> at least it's your basement. Yeah, if, if you own the um, house, it's not lame. And at, at least it is well lit. That's right, that's right. That's true. It's well lit, and we'll not talk about the amount of unpainted minis just scattered around. There's no offensive odors. There's no offensive odors. Just true. some 3D print true. resin odor a little bit. <laughs> just, yeah. The, bottom. the back... The background, just resin and uh, hint of rubbing alcohol. Hint of rubbing alcohol in chaos black. Yeah, beer, beer, and well, more than a hint of beer at this point. (laughs) I mean, but that's not that's not all Jesse's fault. That's 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 what we're we're not here for today. Because this afternoon, the old GW finally released what they were talking about when they announced Warhammer Plus. And now we know the details. We have the deets. So if you haven't heard, Warhammer Plus is uh, basically a streaming service that GW is putting out, but also has a lot more as well to it, for such as apparently a digital vault of previous GW uh, books, game books and whatnot. Uh, they have the animation series, of course. Uh, They're tying in the Warhammer and Age of Sigmar apps into it, so you no longer have to pay a separate subscription to those, and also bringing out some Warhammer TV exclusive shows, which means that uh, when they were talking, that you'll still get to watch all the YouTube videos that they come out with right now, and the Twitch streams that they have currently are not going away, but there's some uh, extra stuff here with a little bit, uh, from what I saw in the preview, a little bit higher production quality not slicker yeah, guys, guys stuff. that may may actually know what they're doing rather than hobbyists with uh, I don't know podcasting equipment. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, they also mentioned um, maybe VIP extras at events. Like they mentioned two things, like you know a separate queue for like something or uh, <laughs> exclusive merch. Hooray! Yeah, uh, get get you through that Forge World line at Nova twenty twenty two faster. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I had. When I got the, uh, the Super Gamer, what did they call The Supernova. I had that extra. Oh, yeah. You could sit at the front of the queue. line. Yeah, that was kind of nice. So if they had that for Warhammer stuff, even better. Um, also, they came out, which I think is probably the best value out of this, is that you get a free exclusive miniature when you've signed up or have subscribed for a year. Yeah, and and uh, it does. Uh, it did say it's worth 25 pounds. At least. But which I don't know what that, like. I don't really know what that means. It's like 35, I want to say, in American 
and freedom yet, dollar when, <laughs> when you when you look at the models mm-hmm. and you compare it to the other models GW sells, yeah. It seems like it's prob like the these at least I would I would have assumed would go for more than that if they just shown up. I would think so. Given GW's, you know, American hospital pricing model of we charge you what we feel like. Um <laughs> you know, I, I would put that, you know, the the assassin definitely at uh more than twenty five pounds. Yeah. Let's so yeah, so let's let's talk about it. you got two models here and you can choose one or the other. And then you also have the opportunity to buy the other. Uh but the the 40K one is a Vindicare assassin who's uh, standing up in some uh, broken Sister of Battle uh, statue. Yeah. I mean, he that's is, a good terrain He's piece. in her brain yeah. shooting somebody. And I I already own several Vindicare assassins, so I have no real desire for a third one. Um, but I do want that piece of terrain yeah. to just like that's, incorporate that's into a bigger little, sculpt. It's delightful. Bit. Yeah. Uh, and then there is an orc. Yep, an orc a mega boss. Yeah. No one plays orcs. I'm pretty sure. Uh, he, but but you notice he's channeling uh, his inner Magnus the Red. He is with the triple nipple. Yeah, uh, yeah. the triple nipple horn. <laughs> got a got a crudely fashioned weapon and, and some kind of funny. Now it looks like he's got his eye patch. And yeah, he too. he has one eye. What's he's he basically Magnus hand? the Red. Yeah. Left hand, uh, probably some storm, uh, probably a storm cast the helmet. If I had to guess. It could yeah. be, it could be his hair. Maybe it's the the hair of Magnus the Red. Yeah, maybe it's like I'm the Crimson King now. Yeah, I mean, I'd believe it. <laughs> it's an improvement, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, impressive models, and that looks like a forty mil, maybe even a fifty millimeter base he's standing on. Mm-hmm, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really what makes this good, I think, because um, I, I remember. A couple of episodes ago when we first heard that like this is how they were going to be distributing their new shows and whatnot, we were all just sort of like, ah, fuck, another streaming service. Mildly yeah. salty. It's, but, um, but so it's six bucks a month? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Five, nine, or, or 60 for the year if you sign up for the whole year. Yeah, so two months free. Yeah, two months free. Um, but if you get... You get the, the model... You get one of the two models for free at the end of your year subscription. Mm-hmm. And if that's a thirty-five dollar model, it, I'm honestly, Vinicare looks like forty or forty-five yeah, to me. Yeah, personally. like, but like, take them at face value. Yeah. If it's a twenty, like, if you know, the option is, hey, you can get, you want that Vindicator for free? Here's the Orc for twenty-five, or vice mm-hmm. versa, or twenty-five pounds, I should say. Um, that means you've got a year of GW Plus for twenty-five bucks. Okay. Yeah. If you want, like, if you, you actually have, want, you just one have a really, models. really long pre-order. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and apparently they're going to be uh, launching new miniatures every year. That doesn't suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I would hope that they would reveal before your year is up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would assume it, you know, they've done it now. They're launching in August. So probably it's going to be a summer thing every year. Hey, here's the new model for signing up, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. And again, some of that other stuff, like when you mentioned uh, like older white dwarf publications and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I know like I'm a grognard and not everybody cares, but I would super enjoy it if they were like, Hey, here's white dwarf, like one to a hundred in a digital format. Cause there was just so much cool stuff in the old ones. Yeah, you like, get lost in there real quick. We'll yeah. say I'm not sure how they're going to release the digital vault. Yeah. And we'll get into mm-hmm. that a little bit. Cause I think there's, some stipulations with that. It's just the old black that gabo. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about that. We'll go through this article first and uh, we'll talk about the animations, which 
uh, when the Warhammer Plus comes out in August 25th, uh, they'll have uh, two animations ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, uh, Angels of Death and Hammer and Bolter. So they don't have the whole s- slew out immediately, but they'll have the first few episodes of these two shows. And then uh, new animations will be coming out almost, I didn't see that almost before, almost every Wednesday. Yeah, just, just caveating it. They might skip Christmas or something. Yeah, like, we're going to try every Wednesday, but, you know, this is our first foray into making actual TV, so bear with us. Yeah, and watching the stream, uh, they mentioned that the Hammer and Bolter show, uh, the episodes are roughly about 10 to 15 minutes long. Oh, yeah? They didn't say anything about Angels of Death, though. Angels of Death is full full length, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, full length, like, I think... 25 minutes or something. I, I, I want to say they vary in, in length. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how some Netflix shows, you know, this one's 25 and this one, this episode is like 40 minutes. 35 yeah. or 40. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So like TV length. Yeah. So no release yet, or uh, no details yet on when the other episodes or other shows are going to release, but we'll see what happens. Huh. So moving on. Uh, they're going to have some exclusive shows that stem off from Warhammer TV. Uh, first one being the Citadel Color Masterclass. Yeah. Which, which um, <laughs> I'll, be, I'll admit, a lot of these techniques, it's, it'll be cool. I'm curious to see how they do it in the Citadel GW film style. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these techniques you can find online Tens, to learn. Spend 10 for, minutes on Instagram. And, uh, <laughs> I was about to say, you're, for, you're for me with... With painting techniques, I tend to really dislike video form. Mm. Like, I'd rather have a couple of pictures, like the step-by-step picture. Oh, you like the white Then just like, yeah, just like a blurb of what I'm actually doing. Because otherwise it's like, and now I'm going to take this brush and I'm going to apply it. You see me applying it? Bring that camera in. Bring that camera in. Austin's so old, you guys. My God. (laughs) The kids on his lawn are. I did yell at geese on my yard the other day, though. Okay, geese are acceptable. You should absolutely yell at them. Those sons of They'll gotta... probably shoot back, but you know, it's true. <laughs> um, but like, if if you do like a good painting tutorial, I'm sure they're going to be great because it's all going to be the freaking Forge World guys yeah, yeah. talking about nonsense. Uh, no, this one is going to be run by um, oh, I can't remember her name. I had it written down. Or not Forge World, the heavy metal guys. No, no, it's it's uh, one individual. Her name escapes me at the moment. And I feel bad because they don't have it in the article for some reason. But uh, watching the stream, she seemed very enthusiastic and was uh, looking forward to yeah. doing it. Replacement so. Duncan? Eh, to some extent. But There's she, no replacing Duncan. She did mention that like uh, Peachy and the others will also still be doing the regular uh, Citadel. Well, that's good. So they're not putting part- all the painting no. behind a paywall just like. No, the- no, no. This is the master class and that'll be behind mm-hmm. a paywall for advanced techniques like blending and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, then I'll have uh, Warhammer Lore Masters. This is what I'm most interested in um, because it's it's just going to be, oh, we're going to talk about, you know, the lore presented by experts. And that's the interesting thing because everybody's seen, you know, some asshole on YouTube explaining how a space marine is recruited for the billionth time <laughs> um, to varying effect. Like th- some of those are really interesting if you don't know anything about the lore. Um, some of them you want to beat them to death <laughs> with um, their own shoes. With their own shoes. But if you've ever listened to like when Dan Abnett got on uh, and was talking uh, about like uh, writing the latest Siege of Terror 
book. Talking about how read. great R- Rogaldorn is. Um, Rogaldorn is a shitbag. I say again, Imperial Fists are easily captured. Canonical. I, Canonical. Here's to you, Lysander. Yep. He's not canon. I don't Bless. know what anybody's doing. <laughs> I'm talking about. But anyway, uh, <laughs> um, you know, the, these might be very basic, and I'm sure they will be to a certain extent because this is their first try at lore, so they mm-hmm. want to lay it out for like the people that don't know anything about Space Marines. But see, that's the thing. Maybe it's not. No. In fact, it is a subscription-based service. They might... I feel like they might. this is, would be an opportunity for them to go deeper. Exactly. But Maybe this, it will be Dan Ebnett. You know, uh, talking, and that's, that's my thought, shit. is if they do say like, you know, hey, Graham McNeil, talk about space wolves. He's not <laughs> going to be like, well, they're Viking type warriors that live on Fenris and everything has wolf in the name. Fenris is a death world. <sighs> Full of ice. No, he's going to talk about how, like, it was called, like, the world of wolves before the emperor even found it. And it's some weird experiment slash prison planet. Like, you know, get real deep into the... Sorry, sorry. Hey, look, get a more interesting legion, all right? That's Um, impossible. You play yellow accountants. The ultramarines are accountants, sir. Yeah, but they're actually good at it. no. Um, no. Anyway, I'm I'm excited for that because because even the basic stuff, like you said, even the basic stuff, it'll it might start out basic, but you get some of these guys rambling and they will <laughs> say the wildest shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they also have uh, they'll have Age of Sigmar and Warhammer 40k battle reports. I'm pretty excited about these. I, yeah, I love the. Old I don't know if you guys listened to the stream or watched the stream, but uh, again. Uh, at the beginning, they showed previews, and it has a very slick uh, production value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, you know, high-def cameras and things, and going back and forth between the players and stuff, instead of just an overhead and just watching dice roll. It seems I'm, I'm interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, during the uh, interview, when they were talking to the host of this one, he mentioned that he let slip that uh, they're going to be doing a Siege of Terra yeah, he did. And, They're doing a siege of terror. And for those of you, battle. and for those of you, well, I'm, I'm sure nobody actually listens to this podcast. It's like, oh, heresy is dead because you're listening to a freaking 30k podcast. But um, he, they were like, oh, what are you most excited? Like, what battles are you most excited to do? And he's like, well, I'm really excited for the siege of the imperial palace. And like, the <laughs> who who was it that was actually running the interview? Uh, Adam, I want to say. Can yeah. we mute his mic? He just kind of uh, gets this look <laughs> on his face, like ah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. moving, moving he right along. Back. The thought. He, he, he lets out like a nervous <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Security is going to come and get me. <laughs> then he then he cries out, Andy something, but then gets interrupted. <laughs> like, Andy Hoare is going to kill us. <laughs> so anyways, you guys. Uh... <laughs> but uh, that rem- uh, I, I guess apparently some people uh, posted that if they typed in a heresy or box set, that their filter for their Twitch stream would block that out. <laughs> so no one could cry they, out. What about the Heresy cer- box set? They were certainly on the right track, though, because mm, considering the mm-hmm. pictures we've seen, oh, they yeah. would not have had anything else in that chat. No. <laughs> no. But you know, all the Heresy nerds being like, but where is it? Why aren't there 30K battle reports? Give us the new edition, you bastards. We'll make our own damn battle reports one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One day. But yeah, so they're going to have uh, narrative battles and also uh, your standard, I don't know what they call them here, uh, match play battles. 
But yeah, he seemed very enthusiastic about making battles based off of stories and Black Library books and whatnot. Which would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not really big into like battle reports in general and mm-hmm. video ones especially. Sure. Um but you're this, old school like that. No, I just You like come on, you like that white dwarf where it had the old arrows pointing where I went this way and where you like it. You like it. It was it's cool. It 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 had its own like charm to it. It did. But I don't I just don't read battle reports, but I'm really interested in these, especially the narrative stuff, mm-hmm. um, because it might be like, it's going to be great just like fodder for people that run events to be like, all right, like these are the GW guys. These are the mm-hmm. ones that know what they're doing. What sort of like twists are they throwing into their narrative campaigns? Like what? Sure they'll have some scenarios or something. I'm, I am absolutely sure that when they do a narrative thing, yeah. something they'll be like, oh, and we've posted like the... You know, the rules packet we gave to the players or like, hey, here's all the special stuff we used or, hey, here's a joint thing to show you how to make this cool, like fancy piece of terrain we did for it. Mm-hmm. Or- but um, yeah, speaking of that, the pictures they have, the, uh, the, the boards look awesome. And they also mentioned that the Warhammer TV studio has been completely remodeled to allow for bigger and better games than ever before. So you can get up close and personal with the action. I, I can only imagine they have a very tiny drone, you know, the ones that are like roll of duct tape size, yeah. <laughs> just with the camera, like scoot down That'd be cool. into the action, do a little flyby. Yeah. Be great. Uh, moving on, they are uh, rolling in the apps for the Warhammer 40K and Age of Sigmar games. I got to admit, the 40K app is extremely disappointing, and at $2.99 a month, not worth it, personally. You know, uh, David said earlier in the chat you know this is i'm already paying for one crappy app i might as well just lump this in <laughs> <laughs> although i will say in their defense the age of sigmar app i hear is people like it i yeah. don't play age of and, sigmar but and unfortunately they made it very clear that they're going to be putting out a brand new age of sigmar app <laughs> to replace the old one for the <laughs> oh version. no we heard you liked it so we're doing <laughs> yeah. all right so but so so what you're saying is though they're two, 2.99 you said 2.99 a month yeah so uh, the Azir is play, free, if I remember right, for uh, Age of Sigmar. I was about to say, that means if you were playing Warhammer and Age of Sigmar and buying both those apps, everything comes free now because you're still paying that same six bucks, but you're getting both your apps and a pile of other stuff. You know, I do kind of hope they do lore videos on Age of Sigmar because, you know, you know, there's it, people seem to like that do, game, and I know they do about say it. the lore is going to be both oh, yeah. both things, forty first millennium and uh, mortal realms. So there it, you go. I, I just I don't even know where to start with it. Like honestly, I I feel like I made my opinions on Age of Sigmar known, but like for every really cool thing that they do, because they've got some amazing concepts, yeah, in yeah. Age of Sigmar, and for every one of those, there's something that's just the dumbest shit I've ever seen, and it just. <laughs> they, they, like literally every yeah. time I read something, I'm like, "Oh, cool! Age of Sigmar is finally like, you know, matured enough yeah. as a as a lore that's got this really cool." And the next thing, it'll be just like, "Oh, fuck. just <laughs> full on Picard face palm." Just, oh. um, but yeah, hey, maybe maybe this this third edition of Age of Sigmar will finally nail it, nail it down, na- nail. You know, get all the rough. I mean, things are looking bleaker and bleaker in the mortal realms. Are they? I mean, if you saw, did you see the, uh, the trailer for the newest edition? I did not. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) Shit's gone super South. Chaos is on the brink of winning this time instead of, uh, pitched battle. It's like good guys. Uber all us. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They did redo the Stormcast though. And they do look much cooler. They do. 
They do. I'm really big fan of the new Stormcast. No, they're not just space. They will be fantastic for survivors of a dark and, age militia. Yeah, you're right. They now look very distinct yeah, from Space yeah. Marines as opposed to their earlier rendition. Yeah, yeah, that was just Space Marines. Where you could just swap out yeah. shoulder pads and like, there you go. <laughs> do a head and swap and really you're, you're, it. you're, you're I guess 80% of the way there. New helmet, new shoulder pads, same model. There you go. Artificer armor. Good to yeah. go. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so now they also have the Warhammer Vault. Which um oh actually and if yeah. I will I will say this is something I missed if you mm. go go back for a second oh, yep. banging up Bang um so if you already have the 40k app you'll apparently automatically get Warhammer Plus for the first month um and you'll get the free stuff sooner yeah I don't know how that works for half price so it's if pr- you want to ex- like um, if you want to experiment with Warhammer Plus I would go ahead. Well, not this month because it comes out in August, right? Mm. Um, yeah, but July. maybe maybe like late, like, yeah, that. like mid July, pick up the Warhammer, the Warhammer 40k app um, yeah, to get like a half a half price trial month. Stick right? it to the man, and then if you like it, you get your free model early, yeah, and can sell it on eBay for six hundred dollars because the internet is dumb. <laughs> yeah. And apparently, also, if you're an existing uh, 40k app subscriber. If you take out a full year subscription, you'll receive an additional free gift too, which I don't know what that means. They didn't say. I, I can only assume it's both the free model, like both the mm-hmm. models. That, oh. It's going to be a coaster. <laughs> hey, hey, man, they make cool coasters. I mean, they do. Like, I know that sounds like the height yeah. of, of dumb nerd, but <laughs> Jesse and I both have a set and they're really nice. Yeah, I got, we got coasters scattered all over this table yeah. right now. Carol gave me the Infer- Imperial Fist one. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful <laughs> to her for that. Uh, her Imperial Fist one. I got one right there. Oh, so, uh-huh. so yeah. There. Yeah, she got her own so coaster there's, set. There's a touch of She's got the uh, world eaters at work and stuff. Mm, okay. Um, so, yeah, the Warhammer Vault, which I'll admit, not quite as super exciting as I thought it was at first. If it's got Fall, call, fall of Cadia, geez. So, yeah, they have. Uh, yeah. About it, so it's focused on the game books, mm-hmm. um, but it's only the lower sections. If I'm reading this right, really, it says including this digital archive, you'll find lower sections from past publications, huh. and at launch, you'll find titles such as Gathering Storm and Sanctus Reach, letting you catch up on the major events that led up to the era Indominus. I mean, I I assume that like this is where they're starting because they've already got all the digital copies of everything, yeah. and then as the years go by, and their one intern is just. <laughs> Just in the archives, just scanning, scanning old white dwarves and shit, it'll get more expansive. Yeah. Apparently, so yeah, they also mentioned, if I remember right, that the 2020 set of white dwarf will be available at launch too. Yeah, the, okay. dig- the digital versions. Yeah. yeah. So I but, don't know how long it's going to take them if they go farther mm-hmm. and farther back. I I think they will. They've they've been doing enough pandering to people like me <laughs> that uh, they they may well start doing some of the older ones. But this is interesting. Like I wouldn't pay money for this you know what True. i mean like i wouldn't pay like a two dollar subscription to get this on its own mm. um but it's a nice little, little like add-on. yeah like there there's plenty of like bespoke fluff yeah and even even codexes that you can't find anywhere else and like like when i was doing work um, and stuff yeah like when i was doing the my epic tyranid army um it just happened to be when uh what eighth edition was the last edition of yeah 40k as we know it uh, it was just in that transition, um, and they were getting rid of like the old codexes, and it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, like buy anything at games at yeah. your local Warhammer, and just oh, that pay, was so, take yeah, seventh codex. edition to eighth, edition. seventh to eighth, seventh to eighth, yeah. 
Um, and I just like picked up the Tyranid Codex sure. for free. For the hell of it. <laughs> just just for the fluff in it. Yeah, yeah. It's like all the everything you need to know about an, a new army and like sure. had some cool paint schemes and stuff like that. Uh, cool art. So and like now that they're advancing the fluff again, like I've never had Hour of the Wolf or Fall of Cadia. And like if I want to know anything about those mm. besides like a paragraph spark note, did you buy that? No. No? Fuck yourself. Yeah. Fall of Cadia should have been a novel in and of its own, honestly. So there's quite a bit of lore in there. I think yeah, I have the yeah. book somewhere. I, I want to reiterate it's, that the Imperial Navy won the thirteenth Black Crusade. I was there for that mega bat for that <laughs> for that event. GW retcon and all my stuff. <sighs> and of course they also have the old Age of Sigmar stuff, which look at that first one there, Quest for Galmaraz. Look at that old it's so uh, it's so uh, cute and bright uh, and shiny. Look at that Stormcast. Yeah, I got to say that's... Circa 1995. <laughs> God, it's... Yeah. I don't want to think about how old that was. Uh, anyway. But yeah, so White Dwarfs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is cool. The entire back catalog from 2020 available at launch. Look at those hands. And the ever-expanding library that we promise will take up considerably less space than the real thing. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, yes, you could just release that and it would still have considerably less... Space. Yeah, I'm definitely about that. Yeah, and like the, I freaking love like Index Astartes and all the stuff that I don't, comes out of there. I don't even remember that cover, the Space Wolf. I wonder if it was like a special edition for the uh, subscribers that get them mailed. Yeah. The Space Wolf with the, on the wolf. He's riding a wolf. It's so cool. <laughs> uh, event extras. You'll get a Warhammer Plus experience, including perks such as VIP badges. Priority access and free merch. Hello, I didn't see free merch. We'll hold you to that, GW. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to print this out right now, it's going to be a full friggin' model. It's going to be under your seat like Oprah. You remember that? Uh, 2019? Oh, yeah. Nova, yeah. yeah. Did you say Oprah? Yeah, oh, it's oh, like, like Nova Oprah. at Oprah, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> Oprah style, like check under your seats. Oh, you, get and you get a S. You get a Canoness. But uh, yep, so a subscription, like we mentioned before, is uh, four ninety nine pounds a month or five ninety nine US dollars per month in the United States. And I think they mentioned somewhere that uh, I don't I don't know how much it's going to cost, but apparently it's going to be the relative cost in other countries. So yeah, and I will say this actually we'll looks see. close to the exchange rate, unlike the Forge World models. <clears throat> yeah, um, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. So sorry for our. Yeah, no idea what the Australians are going to pay. One hundred dollars a month. <laughs> it's hard to ship that internet all the way, all the way down there, boys. <laughs> Bandwidth, guys. Sorry. Got to go across a couple oceans. The sharks are trying to <laughs> bite it open. But uh, yeah, as as someone who's not a huge fan of a million different streaming services, uh, this actually doesn't seem like a terrible deal. We were yeah, kind of yeah. we were kind of doom yeah. and gloom on it. Uh, I, yeah, I mean. I was afraid to even speculate because yeah, I didn't want to be brought down. But um, mm-hmm. no, this, like I guess think it. about it, you know, you pay thirty bucks for it. the cool model, right? Yeah. And uh, that means it's thirty bucks a year. That's not the. That's not even a box of literally anything GW sells anymore. That's less than so, a pot of paint. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> that's less than <laughs> that a pot of paint a month. One pot of paint. Yeah, half it. Six pots of paint. Small yeah. pot. Of Six paint. pots of paint a year. It's it's less than a pot of wash. You know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so the animations, I'm I'm curious. Uh, Godspeed to all of the uh, creators that GW snatched up. I hope that they have fulfilling uh, work. 
ahead of them. Yep. I hope that you all have bought teams instead of just one crazy man doing two minutes of animation a year. Yeah, I, I know uh, people bless are... you all, but <laughs> get get more staff. You apparently have a lot of stuff to fill. I know people have worried about you know now that they're going to be on a timeline and stuff that will the quality go down. Ah. I'll say, but on the flip side of that, depending on what GW is paying them, now that they might have some more you know resources, resources and a little more grounded. They might be able to actually put more effort into it instead yeah. of like, you know, two hours a night as they're trying to cram for school or something. Yeah. That's your job, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If that's your job, I hope, which I hope it is. I hope GW's paying them good money for that. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, Godspeed to them and looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, who, like you said, who knows if they'll be able to keep up a release schedule that makes it worth it, you know, years, year after year. Yeah. Um, that's why you say almost, almost every Wednesday. Yep. But uh, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Like, it, it seems like a good deal uh, for the first one anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, curious to see what other models will come out next year. But that's it'll already be, a year away. So it'll also be interesting it. to see if they stick with it. Not, not in the sense that, like, it'll all fail and go away and GW never touch animation again. But I'm almost interested if this is sort of like they want to do this, see if they can get a good like oh yeah we're making good money we got a lot of views everything's working well mm-hmm. and use that as kind of a bartering chip for a bigger platform to like mm-hmm. get on a sure. bigger platform yeah because I'm sure like GW is a big fish in like our wargaming world mm-hmm. but they make what like what what was their profits last year I don't know like I haven't pulled less any. less than the budget but still like less than the budget of any given blockbuster movie well yeah like so like that's the thing like. I'm sure if they had gone to Netflix or somebody when they first were thinking about this, Netflix was probably like, eh, we'll give you like 50 bucks. We'll see if you're, we'll see if you're worth it. You're just a toy company. I mean, that being um, said, from what I understand, Netflix will give a show to anybody. Yeah. 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 I could probably it's, send it I mean, 10 minutes. I mean, it's true. Um, if the joke from Rick and Morty is true. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see uh, if this spins off into even, you know, oh, hey, we did really well with Hammer and Bolter. Let's do a Gaunt's Ghost miniseries. It's a live pretty action. good Gaunt's Ghost. Oh. Do it. <laughs> it's a pretty good way to, like, reach out to non-nerds. Well, yeah, but you need to be on an actual yeah. system for that. Like, yeah. for this, all, like, for this, all I, the nerds okay. are excited. I bet there will be, in the future, you know, some, you know, hey, here's a free episode of such and such show. Uh, you know, hey, you know, get your feet wet. First hits free, mm. you know, but yeah, also makes a good point. Like, no one outside of the Warhammer or Wargaming community knows about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, if, if you had, but an it's episode, a good way to reach out. It is. But if you had an episode of Hammer and Bolter on like Netflix, yeah, if it pops up and you're recommended because you like Ooh. some anime or something, uh, oh, what's uh, this shit? Uh, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're they're hoping now for word of mouth that like, yeah, I'll watch it and tell my wife, who will tell one of her coworkers. Uh, I mean, I'll have all my cheap bastard friends. Not name anyone specifically. Will, come over to <laughs> William Lannancaster. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come over and we'll watch these shows Look, together. I, I pay for a streaming service. Let's not talk about how many I have access to. <laughs> Am I the only person who pays for like six streaming services? I, no, <laughs> no. Unfortunately, I'm gonna. I think I'll cancel my Hulu for this. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I won't feel as bad about it. Don't give up your Disney Plus. No, no. Mainly because I have I your mean, password. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Don't sue me, Disney. <laughs> it's coming. Put your hands up. <laughs> Fuck the mouse. Come out of the house. Mm. Oh, shit, guys. SWAT team's at the door. <laughs> uh. 
Just oh. with the little Mickey Mouse ears on <laughs> top of the helmets. The flashbangs are coming in. <laughs> Austin's like, a family there. member, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> we'll say that. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, you. Um, but yeah, I yeah. I was uh pleasantly surprised. My mind was not super blown, but I was like, all right, I actually might do this. Yeah, it, it's it, not half-assed. It's they have Seemingly. certainly they have certainly whole-assed it. And I feel like they priced it just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be honest, five ninety nine sounds good to me. Yeah. 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 Like that. That's that lunch. wasn't that wasn't the end of the world just as a streaming service. Yeah. And then I know we were talking about it before the recording. Uh, we're like, well, you know, but there's not a lot of content there. But if you actually want either of those two models, the models, it's suddenly yeah. two bucks a month. And at that point, why not? Yeah. The models really make it worth it. Mm-hmm. And I was not expecting a free model to come with a subscription. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a huge surprise to me. Yeah. To me, the old GWs kind of are tempting because I like white dwarfs. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. No, there's some great stuff oh. in the. In White Dwarfs. Yeah, and give, like, me, give me Fall Acadia, because I've always wanted to have it. <laughs> yeah. I just never had it. Yeah. I've got 13th Black Crusade, if you want to read that. Is that like the... The old 5th edition codex? Oh, no. No, I don't have that. I might actually take you up on that. Yeah, it'd be cool if they start rolling those old, old yeah, ones out, yeah, too. Yeah. Which I'm yeah. hoping for. But yeah, so that's Warhammer Plus. And uh, that's our view on it. I think it's cool. I'd, I'm not a hundred percent if I'll put I'd, the money into it. But, I feel uh, like if the model wasn't there, I'd have. Yeah. I wouldn't be as uh, right. keen about it. They, they, they the model, know. <laughs> they know like, these. All you guys are going to want your exclusive model. Here's your goddamn model now. Pay we, us. we made it a Vindicare assassin, so it'll work with all your Imperial armies, and everybody mm-hmm. but Stephen Campbell has an Imperial army of some sort. <laughs> And Jason, Jason doesn't—he's got nothing. Yeah, but he's got—he's got Mechanicum though, and that can run as Imperial. But he wouldn't. I mean, he wouldn't. But are you telling me he's not going to get that Vindicare? Okay, yeah, yeah. Here, and there here. we are. I mean, you're going to get it whether you like it or not. If you get this uh, <laughs> subscription, so yeah. Unless you want the orc, but I think Pat no one wants the orc. Pat would want the orc. It's, I really I, want to get that orc now and paint it up exactly like Magnus the Red. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the way to go. <laughs> like I didn't realize. Like, I was that. just laughing at the nipple horns. Three aggressive nipples, and like there's three nipple horns. He only has just one a eye. Shock of red hair. Tra- he probably has some sort of psychic ability. I'm the king of Prospero now. <laughs> Trade out that axe and just have like magic coming out of mm-hmm. his fucking hand. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You keep, you keep the staff and just like magic coming out of his magic. Ah, yes. I can't think of an orky name for Magnus. Uh, Margot. I'm going to stop now. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So uh, so what else we want to talk about? I see you brought your uh, House of Faith with you today, Austin. I did. I did. It's fucking amazing. Talk about it. Um, So House of Faith. This Necromunda. uh, The new Necromunda book for House Cawdor, uh, who are the crazy fanatics, even by Imperial standards. Uh, Their basic background fluff is that uh, you know, each each of the, the great houses that sponsor these gangs have kind of like a thing they do. So, mm-hmm. like, there's the chem, the Escher, which does all the, like, chemical stuff in the hive. And there's the friggin' uh, The Water Guild. And- yeah, the Water Guild. And, like, the meat people that <laughs> reprocess all the corpse, you know, corpse grinders, get meat all the corpses. Uh, Orlock, which does all the mining. Cawdor does none of those things. Um they do like trash pickup and recycling 
is probably the best way to describe it. <laughs> but okay. are also Al-Qaeda. What? No. Yes. No. <laughs> Come on. Maybe. Yes. No. Um, so their whole thing is uh, they are the, they're the poor house. They have no money. All of their like people, uh, their whole lives are spent rummaging through trash heaps, pulling out the useful scrap and bits and ends that can be, you know, given to people in the house and can like be recycled and sold to other guilds. Your auto guns are scavenged. They are. And not from the same place. <laughs> uh, like each piece of the auto gun is probably from a different place. But it's great because I also talk about how they, they find relics that way too. Is that why like half the weapons on there are like master crafted? <clears throat> I was reading that. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, and so the Cawdor, all of them follow the cult of redemption, which is a very like extremely like monodominant, hardline imperial faith. Uh, model dominant being one of the imperial kind of gradients of crazy. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much suffer not the witch to live, the mutant to live, the Xenos to live, and we will decide who falls into all of those categories. And guess what? It's probably you. Go read the Eisenhorn series. If you yeah. It, for further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, <laughs> it's great. Um, and essentially some random guy who – there's a couple of different background stories to how the originator – of this cult started out and some are like, Oh yeah. Like he like fell into a shredder is like an industrial strength shredder and didn't die. And like saw it as his gift. He started the redemption and some are like, he was just a common and made it all up and (laughs) founded the redemption. Um, But anyway, it's like propagated in this. Sure. So they're like really poor, but they're really, really religious. Um, And some of them are just like, they're too, they're too much, too hard line, even for the Imperium of Mankind. Uh, and so like- The Ecclesiarch is like, ooh. Yeah, no, exactly. And uh, they, they actually Yikes. troll them, right? So Cawdor, <laughs> so they're all redemption, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and some, which are called the, the redemptionists, it's a little little crazy. So there's Cawdor, that's the gang. Mm-hmm. The, church, the cult of redemption is the faith that everybody in Cawdor follows- and then the subsect, which are the redemptionists, are the crazy ones that are outlawed and banned and all of that. Yeah. Um, but when the ecclesiarchs roll up, it's, uh, it's the Cathedral of Bone, Palace of Bone, is like Cawdor headquarters. Mm-hmm. And they just have like holy relics hanging out that they specifically won't give the ecclesiarchy. And so they're just like trolling the ecclesiarchy, which you don't do. It's like like <laughs> – it's it it's like walking up to an inquisitor and kicking him in the balls and thinking that's going to be okay. But it, it does. It works. I don't I don't know why. It's wild. Because um, they're nuts. Because so they're nuts. That's why. Yeah, the Palace of Bones is what it's called. They've got mm. a, they've actually got a a sketch of it in here which is amazing. And like like all there. these Mundus yeah, stuff. Yeah. All the art's amazing. Um but there's a couple of really cool things that set them apart from a normal gang. Uh the first is um, you know, from the Law and Misrule book, from the the Enforcer book, mm-hmm. Book of Judgment. Yeah, yeah, Book of Judgment, uh, where you can be an outlaw gang or a law abiding gang, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a specific like it's campaign rules, and your campaign has to have that rule for you to start being one or the other, unless you're Cawdor. For Cawdor, uh, you can buy either Redemptionist gang members, so like a 
Redemptionist Brother, they've got Redemptionist Jew, Redemptionist Champions, the whole thing, or the regular Cawdor. And if the gang, and it's called Pious or Fanatical, right? So the Pious ones are Cawdor, Fanatical, or Redemptionist. Mm-hmm. And if you have more Pious fighters uh, when the gang is founded, you start off as law-abiding. Automatically, you have to. If there's more Fanatical, you're outlaw. Just, you are. Regardless of what your campaign rules say. <laughs> 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 and if it's an equal number, it goes off of whatever gang leader is pious or fanatical. Gotcha. But the cool thing is you can change alignment based on the gang composition. What? And it might not be your choice in the matter. <laughs> so, like, so say you have an even number of gangers, right? Uh, and your leader is a redemptionist, right? So you're an outlaw gang. You've started off as outlaw. You think that's really cool. You go through. Uh, but you wanted those blunderbusses and crossbow grenade launchers. So you've got a good amount of pious guys in gotta there. Got to get myself one of those. And then some of your redemptionists get killed. And a redemptionist dies, and suddenly you're, you're, you're like rolling. Yeah. So whenever whenever it could change, yeah. you have to make an alignment test. Oh, Lord. Um, wow. And then if it's passed, fine. Uh, but if not, your alignment immediately changes. Holy shit! <laughs> like, and if, if like your how, gang, how do you make the test? Is it um, so making the alignment test? Uh, this is done at the very end of everything. So after you've bought yeah. new guys, dead guys, all that. So the gang leader makes a willpower check, uh, and you can add plus three if the gang leader's affiliation matches your gang's affiliation. Okay, right. So if you're already pious and law abiding, you got a pious gang leader, you get the plus three. Um, and if it's passed, your alignment doesn't change. If it's failed, the gang alignment changes immediately. <laughs> Just at the drop of a hat. Wow. Like people are looking at you guys on the street and be like, man, but you got a lot of those eviscerators and that's <laughs> a little heretical. So I'm sorry. I might have missed the point. Is there house Cawdor and Redemptionists in that? Yes. Book? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like they're the same thing. That's that's the thing you got to wrap your head around. Gotcha. Like it's not like a gene stealer cult. Or like a chaos cult, which has very specific different rule set. Yeah. The only so there's like for your leader, you can get a redemptor priest, uh-huh. which is the redemptionist fanatic one, or you can get a cod or word keeper, mm. which is the pi- and they have different weapon alignments. Um, the Cawdor, the pious ones have the pole arms. Pretty much anything in that basic box set for gotcha. Cawdor. Sure. Those are all the pious ones. Yeah. And then the redemptionist guys have access to like eviscerators and chain axes <sighs> that you can put exterminators on, like the little one-shot flamethrowers yeah. uh, and heavy st- – and like just a whole bunch of other random stuff, um, which is fun because you can't just pass the weapons like across party lines. Mm-hmm. So like, great, you want that uh, crossbow grenade launcher, but you also want an eviscerator but you want to be a law-abiding gang, well, you got to have some outlaws in there to make it all work, um, which is just really cool to me. Yeah. Um, and it can be a downside, right? Because you can get – because non-outlaw hangers-on will not work with outlaw gangs. Mm. And outlaw hangers-on only work with outlaw gangs. So if your alignment changes like late campaign – a whole bunch of hangers on could just be like, nope, 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 not oh, doing this. Man. We're out. That could really screw out. you over. It can. Oh, man. It can. Um, but the other cool thing, and we're not going to go into all of this because it, I mean, it's two or three episodes. There's a lot. Right? Yeah. There, there's a lot of cool stuff. I started here. skimming it. I was like, that's um, oh, a huge book. Lord, this is a neat book. It that. is. It comes out to like 130 pages. That's probably the longest book of. of- Ooh, what's, all, what's that image on the back cover or the back in? It's the. 
the standard map of Necromunda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> I don't own any of the Necromunda books. Slacker. Missing <laughs> out. Cool. I know. Missing out. I know. Um, I'm now painting my Goliath. House of Chains, baby. But the on. coolest thing, and I, I got to say, it's like they've, they've done a really good job overall, just in general, Necromunda, kind yeah. of capturing the vibe of the different mm-hmm. gangs. Sure. That freaking rat guy. <laughs> like, they have upgraded that for Cawdor to like 15 or 16. Like, mm. they've cranked it up all the way. And it's called Articles of Faith is what does it. Because um, for those of you that played old Necromunda, you'll know that Cawdor's like gimmick, like what they were good at, yeah. is bringing a shit ton of guys and having flamer weapons. Um, unfortunately, in new Necromunda, there's a lot of times a limit on how many gangers you can bring. Mm-hmm. And people can buy fire-resistant clothing, <laughs> right? So that kind of screws what they're known for. They yeah, can still yeah. do it. To obviously. be fair, a hazard suit is you know worthless otherwise. It is, but every single one of my gangers has a template that can call, catch you on fire. What are you doing? Well, that's your thing. Yeah, it, exactly. Yeah, but like yeah. every one of my every, guys has like a tough armor save <laughs> every, against everything but flame uh, weapons because you but, know. But uh, like Gene Stealer Cult come with hazard suit basics. Right, it's it's rough. Uh, however, they have articles of faith, and it is amazing. Um, so this represents the sort of denomination of redemptionists you are. Right, it's like how people go, "Oh, well, all Christians are the same." Baptists, but there's Lutherans. Catholics and Baptists and Lutherists and Westboro Baptists, even though they're not really <laughs> Christians, right? Um, <laughs> but like, there's everything from you know hardcore. Protestant, you know, salt of the earth types to like crazy I, snake kissers and everything in between. Uh, yeah, I said, you know, uh, earlier in this, you know, Cawdor are the guys who are waiting in line at the Shoney's buffet at, you know, one in the afternoon. And, you know, at that time, redemptionists are hanging on snakes and, you know, performing miracles. And, exactly. And, and exactly. also killing people. Yeah, also, yeah, yes. killing yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, you know, important outside, distinction. Outside looking uh, you know, in, burning heretics. They're all pretty yeah. much the same, but internally, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different things yeah, going yeah. on. So, uh, but I also like to say, Y'all can do whatever you like, practice whatever you like, <laughs> as long as you're not harming anyone else. I'm fine with it. Go Be careful it. with them yeah. snakes, folks. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, so you generate faith dice, and you can use them to perform articles of faith. So how it works is, um, in the end phase of each round. You roll a d6 for every uh, guy on the battlefield that's not seriously injured or broken. That's caught or guy. Mm-hmm. On a five or six, you get a die um, for the next round. You can you can stockpile them. Right. Sure. Round to round, you just can't have more dice in your pool than you have models on the table. Uh, and you can do a double action cause beseech the god emperor uh, that lets you roll three d6 to generate faith die instead of one, mm. um, which which has me thinking of the old Bretonian rules. Uh, where you decline to go first and everyone get an invul save because they're all just praying. <laughs> like, just like the first round of every game, just like, everybody, yeah. get on your knees, beseech the emperor, we're doing it. Because uh, faith dice are awesome. So it works thusly. When a Cawdor fighter activates, you can say, I am going to attempt an article of faith. And uh, they each have a different threshold, which goes from like four to the simple things to I think 11 is the highest. You pick a certain number of dice, you roll them, Equal or beat it, it goes off. Sounds Don't. like psychic powers. It does sound like psychic powers. Um, psychic powers are like the old fantasy uh, casting spells. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, it's not like how many four ups you get. It's you need to score four or more on however many d six you roll. Um, and you pick one of four paths of faith, which each have six uh, articles of faith in it, mm-hmm. um, and they each have a, their own little bonus. Like oh, like 
this faith, if you have a champion on the table that's not broken, you can roll an extra die to see if you generate faith die. They're like, hey, if you've killed a guy, you get extra faith die. Whatever. Just a little a little buff. This sounds like it's going to take an extra 20 minutes in a it, round. But it won't. It really won't. Uh, you can also cherry pick and have your own denomination where you really? just pick four articles, whichever four you want. <laughs> and you don't get the little bonus to like generating dice, but you've cherry picked four good ones. So you've made your own mm. church with blackjack and hookers. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but these are amazing, not only for the cool stuff, but they're all, each article of faith, it's not just like, you know, rending or something. No, it's things like, and lo, I did spread my wings and the God emperor carried me aloft. <laughs> like, and he stood defiant upon the mountain. They're like Bible verses, <laughs> Bible verses for redemptionists. It's amazing. People will be yelling these at Necromunda events, <laughs> and it'll be great. And they're all crazy. Uh, so, for example, uh, in The Path of the Fanatic, which I think is the one I'm going to take, there is, as I said, and lo, I did spread my wings, and the god emperor carried me aloft. Goes off on a five up. So, like, two dice will reliably get you there, right? Theoretically. And whilst this article of faith is in effect, the fighter may move an additional 3d6 may add it at 3d6 to their movement when attempting to leap a gap. When attempting to jump down to a level below, the fighter can reduce the distance measured, so make it easier to do and mm -hmm. less likely to kill yourself, by d6 plus 2, which is awesome. Yeah, really an extra 3d6 of movement, you can just fling yourself across an 18-inch gap oh, and be where the enemy didn't <laughs> expect, right? That's awesome on a 5-up. However... Like mega jump pack. However... Okay. However... <laughs> Players should note that when invoking this article of faith, they must declare the move this fighter intends to make, including the leap or jump. Ah. <laughs> if this fighter fails to pass the threshold test, they must still move and attempt the leap or jump. Yes. Should they fall, their faith was clearly lacking. <laughs> oh. Imagining this That's Looney cool. Tunes, like, you know, yeah. right? You make halfway across the The Emperor, jump take me. Down. And just like, just straight oh. off the cliff. Like, okay. not even the Looney Tune, just straight, he just jumps and falls to his death. I like those rules. Faith. I like, I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. not a simple, okay, yeah. now I can move up to this. It's like, no. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Here's my faith. Roll a D6. There's that's, a that's there's really another cool. the other really really good one as he gave them unto the emperor's mercy, uh, which is unlike most of them, which take effect at the beginning of the model's turn. Mm -hmm. uh, you wait until this fighter is targeted, uh, until an enemy fighter wishes to perform a coup de gras action against that house Cador fighter. Mm -hmm. If you pass the threshold test, which is a five up, so again probably going to happen. Two D6. As many D6 as you want. Ah, okay. As many D6 as you're willing, as you have. Well, and are going okay. to happen. Gotcha. Yeah. In your pool. Yeah. Like you're, uh, at least at least the first time, right? And then you'll probably run a dice real quick. Sure. Um, but if the threshold test is passed, this fighter may interrupt the other fighter's action to perform a free fight basic action. Like So like if you try to coup de gras him, he might just beat you to death. Get might up gank you. And yeah. Shank you. Uh, note that this may prevent the coup de gras action from being performed at all. That's pretty cool. Um, which is awesome. There are also some, I'm not going to go through all of them sure. because there's a lot. There's 24. <laughs> it's not one of those episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 24? You know, six, six each and there's four. Got, oh, so you only get, you only get to pick six. Okay. Or you only have six oh. or if you customize it, you only get four. Only six. So it won't be, 
at least after the first game or two, it won't be like the caught or guy being like, oh, fuck, which one should I use? There's so many. Oh, yeah. Like you'll, you'll memorize, you know, hold up, six. hold up. Let me go through my Bible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, there's one where if you make a threshold test, it's called, and the people rose up in their multitudes to aid him. I just love the <laughs> names. Uh, and if you pass the threshold. Like they had a lot of fun with this. Oh, yeah, they really yeah. did. Uh, so if you pass the test, you can add D3 extra Cawdor fighters to the battleground that were in your gang. Oh, so shit. like if you're get, if the limit is seven or eight, you just D3 more. Huh. That's and you annoying. can oh, D3. Okay. That's yes, really D, annoying. D3. Okay, okay. Uh, but that's how you get around it. Cause like yeah. your freaking juves are 20 points a piece yeah, and are yeah. garbage. Yeah. Uh, so this is how you can kind of get that old hoardy Cawdor feel. However, uh, should the threshold test be failed and it's an eight up. So like, you really want to throw three dice at it, but how often are you going to have three faith dice? You know, that's mm-hmm. a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Should it fail, uh, one randomly determined fighter belonging to this fighter's gang that is not part of the crew for this battle is immediately taken captive by the enemy. <laughs> oh, 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 whoa. Like, whoa. Uh, they tried to get help, but he just ran the wrong way, and they were like, all right. Took a wrong turn. Please, let me introduce you to my mind face. Oh, that's so insulting. <laughs> I'm assuming most of them if have, like, Real bad effects if they fail? So almost all of them have a downside uh, uh-huh. if you don't get it done. Uh, so like, and by our pain, shall he judge our worth? Uh, improves your toughness by three. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, and then Damn. at the end of the turn, you'll suffer a flush wound. Okay. But if you fail it, you automatically get a, fa- a flush wound. Oh. Uh, and there are a couple others that are like that. Like you'll get a bonus, but also a flush wound. And if you fail, you just get the flush wound. I assume he's like, Cutting his palm open or something. Yeah, yeah he's like, like, you know, flagellating like, himself. Ah, shit. <laughs> um, Son of a bitch. And like, there, there are a couple that like take away an opponent's activation. Uh, oh. But if you fail, that the Cawdor guy loses activation. Yeah. So yeah. like. Um, That's annoying. But the, the most dick one, it's on an 11 up. So like, if you yeah. save all of your money yeah. and yeah. do it once. Spend it is, points on a- and a river of blood did drown them. Uh, in the end phase, the enemy gang must count those fighters belonging to this fighter's gang that have gone out of action as if they were friendly fighters when making a bottle test. Oh, fuck. So are you Cawdor? <laughs> have you got the absolute dog shit kicked out of you? <laughs> Make the enemy act like six of their own men are dead. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, man. That's, dude, that's not. It's on an 11 up. And again, oh. you. You gotta. You get one die per fighter, so you roll like six or seven oh, dice. Man. You need a five up to have a die to try and do it. Yeah, um, and you're missing out on a lot of other stuff. Like, hey, but you know, I'm, I'm just picturing this as an enforcer player. Yeah, you know, having dropped like Fuck six you, of your buddy. guys with bolters. Yeah, in and all of a sudden with your bullshit. Six yeah. of my guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, and in the grace of the emperor, even oh, death was defied. The fighter ignores the effects of being seriously injured and cannot be taken out of action until the end of their next activation, at which time they automatically go out of activa- out of action. Okay. So you just, just delay it. You, you yeah, become yeah. you become immortal for like a two activations essentially. Yeah, you can you can um, you know mess shit up. But for then you will die. A little bit. Um there's some that oh. make it like you can't target uh any that that model or models in six inches of them is like the blinding light of the emperor. Yeah. Uh, Tunnel snakes rule. And lo, his gaze did illuminate them, let you shoot through, like let you ignore like pitch black conditions. Really? And okay. see through like smoke grenades. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, but uh, if they fail it, 
they uh, become subject to the blind condition, which is fun. So, <laughs> so just like, eh. Ah, shit. Right? Like, <laughs> again, you, you weren't faithful <laughs> enough. You bitch, don't do that. Right? So, uh, oh, another good one. Uh, and flame shall burn away their sin. Uh, attacks made by this fighter with weapons that have uh, melee or versatile trait gain the blaze trait. So just all of their hand to hand. However, uh, should the threshold test be failed, the fighter immediately becomes subject to the blaze condition. <laughs> and I can only imagine Fire, he's got car. like he's got like a match and like a little bit of like nape, like yeah. like yeah. alcohol to like pour on his muscle real fast. And just ah, it's my <laughs> no, no, just the, the DJ Khaled, you know. You played yourself. Yep. Congratulations. My faith is lacking. People are going to do it too. Oh, that yeah. One, oh, yeah. That one goes off on a three up. Oh. But what does oh. that mean? That means you roll one die to do it. Yep. And as we yep. all know, you fail three ups way more often than the statistics say. Yep. Yep. Um, it's just oh. a fact of life. Yeah. Like you can blow yourself up. There, there's a whole bunch. There's a whole bunch That's of stuff. Awesome. Uh, and like I said, there's like 24 of these. And I'm sure at some point we'll go through all of them. But this isn't one of those episodes. Uh, and there's there's so many cool things like the hangers on. Um, there's a flagella, the uh, a hive preacher, which is essentially a mook, but he generates more faith dice for you, which is good. Um, and there's the flagellator, and his special rule is purity through pain. They look like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and their whole so his whole thing is he's just a guy. He's 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 outlaw only. It's so like he's a redemptionist, hardcore guy. Um, and they're used to motivate and and this is in quotes, heal their members. Mm. Um, because a wounded ganger or someone suffering from some underhive melody may well forget their injuries and get back in the fight if staying in the gang's hideout means regular whippings. Uh, <laughs> his special rule is purification through pain. So during the pre-battle sequence, so when you're making your, your list for the battle, uh, you can attempt to bring a fighter out of recovery. Uh, the chosen fighter immediately makes a toughness check, and if the text is passed, the fighter leaves recovery and can be included in your gang. Uh, however, the fighter begins the battle with a flesh wound, as you just like whip him until he gets up and like goes out. Uh, so, like starting with a flesh wound, not great. Um, but Cardor, I mean, you got bodies. You do have That's bodies. Super good. Uh, depending on your articles of faith, you and could can, have it. Can that bodies. be done with multiple guys? Uh, one. Okay. So these okay. flagellators are zero to one, and okay. you can do it for a ganger each game. Gotcha. gotcha. Um. So yeah, it's. But you know, Still, how many how many yeah. times you've been like, fuck? I wish I had that heavy with the yeah. with the melt a gun or something. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you can bring him back. Uh. And that's really cool. And they just so many so many fun stuff. Just like you, the flavor of it is just so there. Munda like. It's it's every post apocalyptic religion you've ever like seen in like a Mad Max sort of thing, right? They're just out of their minds, and That's it's cool. it's beautiful. <laughs> um, so you can also start as pure redemptionist too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, there's no if there's you no. if you want nothing but eviscerators and chainsaws and shenanigans, you can do redemptioner all day. If you don't want to have anything to do with those nut jobs because they're out of their minds. Uh, you can stick, stick with your or. your polearm flamethrowers and you know normal stuff. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I apologize, listeners, if I'm slurring my speech a little bit because I didn't realize that the beer that uh, Jared brought me is nine point five percent alcohol. Dude, I was wondering. I'm like Holy drinking crap. this. I'm like, why am I feeling this so much? This is from our uh, local Richmond uh, brewery legend. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. It's the Woman in Black Imperial Bach. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's really good. But hot damn. I was like, <laughs> why am I, why it's, is this look, affecting me so much? Why are we rambling yeah. so much? Is that six? No, that's a nine. That's I have no excuse, oh. listeners. I'm just drinking leaning Kugel. <laughs> <laughs> I am only drunk on my faith in the emperor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, has uh, anybody got any some hobby in? Oof. Has anyone gotten any hobby in today? Or lately? We'll edit that out in post. <laughs> yeah, too late now. Going hard in the paint on uh, Warhammer Army's project, Kislev. <laughs> I, I, yesterday I got uh, just shy of 40 winged hussars and a bunch of polar bear cavalry. <laughs> and it's going to be great, and I'm super excited for it. You know, I still have just not gotten into fantasy. Well, uh, uh, speaking of which, I need a lore dump or something because it's uh, just you know I, I don't. You know, know what? I'm going to send you the get, link. Let me get a couple more beers in me. I'll yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm going to send you the link for the uh, the Warhammer Armies project. I mm-hmm. think it's really good stuff. And a lot of it's mostly fan made. Yeah, it's like an open source uh, uh, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it, it costs zero dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, ev- everything is free. It's an interesting mix of stuff. It's grounded yeah. in the old Eighth Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, but kind of the big complaints people had in that edition, like the magic was too powerful and like very swingy, like that yeah. that kind of thing's been toned down. There's 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 been a lot of streamlining over the years because obviously it's been God, how many years since fantasy died? Like six. It's been a while. Six, seven. So like, yeah. yeah. So they've been like toying with it for that long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the army, like the armies, are normally pretty good. You can mm-hmm. tell that the creators have their favorites. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, sure. As most um, fan-made rules yeah, are. But also, <laughs> like, you're playing fan-made rules for a dead game, as we say in Battlefleet Heresy. You're playing with your bros. Be cool. Yeah. Uh, and if you're it's playing a dead with your game, bros and be cool. It's free game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's not that $50 of store credit on the line in the tournament, boys. That's right. Own it that, down. You know, for, <laughs> you know, I had one of our, our community members, Bo Hayward, print me basically, like, half of a 2,500-point army list for yeah. – Pretty cheap comparatively, you know, it's probably like 500 bucks worth of models from you know GW or some sort of main mm-hmm. retailer. Um, but it uh, it's very, very, very exciting. And the the just the you know, getting into the community aspects of you know, fan made rules, but also fan made models. Um, I'm trying to find it and am being uh waylaid by my own intoxication here. <laughs> So uh, stand by. <laughs> we played ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we did. We really did. Son I'm like, holy shit, man, that beer. <laughs> uh, so if if you are at all interested in uh, uh, Kislev models or uh, you know squat models, because this dude does a lot of uh, imperial militia. Yeah, some yeah. of those Kislevites have muskets, boys. Uh, if you go on my mini factory, uh, I'm, I'm going to do my best to not butcher this name. It's Kyo. Shunenko, K-Y-O-U-S-H-U-N-E-K-O, miniatures. Kuyashenko. Uh, yeah. This dude does solid, <laughs> not solid, solid stuff. Seriously. Nice. I'm very, very, very impressed with his files, having seen them printed now. Um, A-plus work. Seriously. Cool. Like, probably cooler than what GW ever made, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I'm getting so deep into goddamn 3D printing now. Uh, I, I picked up a Saturn when it finally went back to regular MSRP on Amazon. Which means he has two resin printers now for those keeping does. score at home. I do. He had zero but six a- months ago? <laughs> four months ago? Uh, 
Two months ago. Two months ago, yeah. He's going like, to print his friend Jared some uh, some models here. So from from where from where <laughs> I sit, the ATs, I see two, three, eight, ten, twelve. Just every time we come over, there's like thirty new models. There, there are legitimately probably fifty resin, either twenty eight millimeter models or like that equivalent in terrain. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That are like in my eye line right now. <laughs> the man is. Drunk with power. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the AT terrain is looking awesome. Uh, it is. It is. Um, I printed out from, it's uh, from War Scenery. Uh, they have a, an Apocalypse set and they have an Eternity, uh, Eternity Wall set, which I just printed out some of the Eternity Wall stuff and it's pretty damn awesome. It's oh. it's meant for 28 millimeter, mm-hmm. but I shrunk it down to 40% for AT scale, which I feel like is a good no, way. it is it is the perfect the perfect scale. Um, and I got a warhound just hiding behind a wall, mm. and it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's real cool, and it looks great. And yeah, I picked up the Elegoo Saturn, so it's got a much wider base, so I can just start printing out bigger terrain, which bigger, more. I mean, I gotta say, we got some terrain from one of our patrons, uh, Nick Quenga. God bless you, sir. Yeah, dude, oh you. Oh, is Thank that you, an is entire that pile of, of shit that's sitting in my house right now? Yes, and we spent Holy uh, we God spent uh, I think Sunday uh, building a lot of AT terrain. Yeah, we spent six hours, and my eight by twelve or eight by like five gaming table is still covered, <laughs> like four <laughs> sprue deep. And um, God bless you, sir. Yeah, and I gotta admit, I, I, ah, the AT terrain is great looking, but it's such a pain to build. <laughs> Is a they, big pain uh, to build. And they're made able- for 90 degree angles and no way of actually getting those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just being able to print out a completely built piece of AT terrain and just all I know, I have to just prime and base coat and dry brush. I'm pretty happy with that too. Yeah. It's a nice mix match of stuff. It's going to be good. But yes, thank you, sir. I'll, I'm putting a good amount of that terrain into. A neck, uh, like a Zomortalis Necromunda or just regular Zomortalis board. Talk to me. No, <laughs> it's a secret. No, I'm just gonna break into your house and look at it. Stuff you're too drunk to do that, but uh, so anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Battlegrounds down uh, here in near Midlothian, Virginia, they're coming out with an AT. Uh, event, it's already sold out. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I'm sorry. It, it, it literally Dave's running it, not me. Yeah. Don't not blame me. I couldn't me. get the day off. I'm sorry, guy. It's sold out before. Uh, yeah, before we even got a chance to uh, talk about it. There, were, it's a small one. It's ten people, so we're just you know. Yeah, getting getting back in the swing of things. Um, gonna need. I mean, we really need to schedule again. Uh, yeah. Coup talk at war. Bring that back. Yeah, it's a 28 millimeter horse. So so much oh. stuff waiting for that event. I had. Rule packets and the whole. Uh, I mean, we had the whole. Uh, it, was the, it was literally like a month out when the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what yeah. was the event I was going to do that was at like a week out from when quarantine hit? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ecomia? That I think sounds right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the. <laughs> yeah. Kutak at War was scheduled for like the first weekend of April. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. We had so we much all- stuff that was like right on the cusp. Yeah, yeah. Like we because we've been talking about it when we were planning it all. That like, yeah, yeah. man, everybody's going to be kind of exhausted by the third one of these. We had like three have- things in the space. Yeah, yeah. And we're, it was right after Adepticon too, uh, or the Adepticon that was supposed to be, which was the <laughs> fucking Adepticon that I was supposed to be at. But okay, thank you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we're getting in the swing of things now, man. Yeah. Tell you what, going hard. Excited for it. Yeah, uh, things are taking place. Stay with us. 
it's going to be a good uh, resurgence. Really excited to yeah. see what happens when the heresy. Remember the last comes pandemic out. that happened in the twenties. It's the Roaring Twenties after that, and That's we're right. doing it, except hopefully without the stock market crash, or the well, actually, or, and the prohibition. The yeah, duck duck bowl. Just, <laughs> we'll, we'll take. Yeah, it's true. I'll take the stock market crash. Let's not have prohibition too. You know, let's just not have the twenties. We'll, we'll just twenty twenties. We can leave the we can leave the nineteen twenties behind. Yeah, as we'll is. just skip straight into the thirties because that was so much better. Uh, hooray! <laughs> uh, the forties were great. Yeah, nothing bad happened there. Oh, All right, fuck oh, it. We're going boy. straight to the sixties. Cocaine and free love. <laughs> I guess those were the two good points, I guess. Uh, I don't know if Coke's a good point. It's not. It's not. <laughs> don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. They're bad. Anyway. <laughs> so that's what Jared's been up to. <laughs> God. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I started to finally learn how to do contrast paints, folks, and I've been mm-hmm. bugging everybody on the retreats chat. He's been painting as much as he's been printing. I've gotten super excited. Will, uh, Will's been trying out some stuff, and he showed me a technique where I'm never buying the uh, contrast uh, spray can ever again. I'm just going to spray everything black and then just heavily dry brush everything with gray sear or wraith bone. Mm. It does look great. Uh, yeah, it turn, <sighs> turns out way better than I expected it to, and... It's been a while since I've been like super proud of how something looks, and maybe it's just me, but it looks damn good. No, they look great. And uh, yeah, I posted, uh, yeah, I kitbashed a Corswain and painted him up, and I put a little article on rr30k.com if you want to check it out. That's how that's how proud I was of it, guys. <laughs> After four or five years, I finally posted a paint tutorial. Never felt like I was qualified to do one of those, but I, was like, I had to share it. <laughs> new, brave new world. Post, yeah. Post-pandemic. Nature is healing. The <laughs> yeah, painting it, blogs are back. Yeah. And expect uh, expect more blog posts on our website, too. Um, I know Dave is interested in doing some more of that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'll see if we can wrangle up some more other guys if they want to share stuff, and we can just post them on the website. Yeah. I will post pictures of my awesome winged hussars, and y'all be like, That's not 30K. Get, get out of here. <laughs> I should get into Warhammer Army's problem. Yeah, as far as a little housekeeping, I know the horse heresy guy, horse, Jesus, <laughs> heresy, Lord, the uh, heresy grad school guys, they're taking a bit of a hiatus just because um, they could not get their uh, schedules lined up, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. And that show takes a lot of effort to get done going through all the lore and stuff. But um, it's stressful to be a guest lecturer, let alone actually I know. running it. Yeah. Like I've sat in on like two or three of those when they need someone to talk about spaceships. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I did. Yeah, I'm not in college anymore. I don't do research papers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll, you know, we'll still still see more stuff from them. It might won't be as quite as frequent, but expect that down the line. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel excited. I feel like there's a lot of stuff coming up, yeah. and we're on the cusp of a brave new world when it comes to yeah. uh, Horus Heresy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It. Uh, we all saw those photos. We, we know. saw the photos. We know. But keep in mind, we'll still be here, and we'll still be uh, delivering cool content for you guys I, to I enjoy. I love how you came to the cusp of saying quality content, and then we're just like, it, it, it's just <laughs> it's cool. It's going to be content. It's, certainly there will be content. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we definitely thank you guys for listening, and uh, definitely want to thank our patrons, starting with our uh, Praetor tier, Alex Self, Chris Mack, Gardner.Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy. Luke Rizzuto, 
Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, Nicholas Quenga, Sar Luther, and Taco Tuesday or Bus 22 Rock and Roll McDonald's, our Legion Centurions, Aaron Maynard, Andrew N., Angry Boy, uh, Gorkrow, Dave Jones, Duncan, Jerry Austin, John Christensen, M. Tanzer, Matt Bolton, Queen Corswain, Scott LeMay, and the original Applesauce. Our Legion Sergeants, Agrippina, Emily O'Hare, Emily O'Hare, oh God, <laughs> Emily O'Hare. You've met her. <laughs> Carrot Lowe, Mr. Sear, Nick Gillen, the entirety of Legio Audax, and Zoe, and what do I call myself? Jesse, you messed it up. Just let me read those again. <laughs> you want to read them again? No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely appreciate your support. Uh, new stickers have arrived. We got a World Eater themed sticker out for you guys and everybody, Legion Centurion tier and up. We'll be getting that in the mail shortly. I got the I got the postage stamps. I've got the envelopes. That's what they call them, envelopes. And uh, we'll be sending those out uh, hopefully over this weekend. So expect that in the mail here in the near future. Holy shit. <laughs> It Thanks, Jerry. One nine and a half beer, bro. I, I know, but it's, dude, a six, it's, it's a sixteen ounce. So. Yeah, honestly, like as I'm, I'm drinking, I'm like, <laughs> am I just a, a complete lightweight now? Like, what's happening? To Lord, me? weakness disgusts me. Oh, dog, you. Um, uh, Legion focus episodes. Drink your line and Kugel and hush. Like four point two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Legion focus episodes. I'm going to uh, get deep into paint and start working and try to get those cranked out here in the near future as well. Uh, Alpha Legion is first, so I will try to herd some cats, and we need to talk about that because apparently the uh, Alpharius Primark novel. Yes, um, I have not read it myself, but Austin has. It's something that uh, me and I think Dave and Jason have been talking about. Yeah, sounds like a lot of traitor propaganda here. Oh God, it's so good. Um, it is certainly the best book uh, from just like a cool lore reveals yeah. and just fuckery. Um, in the past couple of years that GW's come out with, um, and we're also kind of punting around the idea. I'm not not committing to anything, listeners. <laughs> um, but one of the things when we were discussing just how cool this one was is that all the Primark books have something interesting in them Yeah. for, like, the wider, like, even if you don't like, you know, Space Wolves, this has cool stuff or whatever. Um, I'd say the ones I've read really show a different facet of the Legion that typically you haven't really seen. Yeah. And kind of explain it. Yeah, and tends to also have, you know, call-outs to other Legions that are interesting and things like that. But at least in our local group, you know, I bought Lehman Russ because he's – my Legion Primarch, mm-hmm. nobody else did. You know, <laughs> if you're Iron Warriors, you're about Perturabo, nobody else did. Um, so we might be doing a little something on those, at least the ones that, like, as a group we have. We'll get the Her- Heresy Book Club back yeah, together. Yeah, exactly. We'll get the book club back together. And uh, nice thing, the Primarch novels are short stories, like, all things considered. Yeah, They're short which, novels. Yeah. Which, like, honestly, is one of the reasons why. I feel a lot of people don't get them because it tends to be like, you know, they're only in hardback. They're like 25 bucks and it's yeah. like 115 pages. One credit on Audible, <laughs> folks. Uh, are they on Audible? Yes, yes they are. Yes, All they are. 
All right. Yes, they yeah. are. But still, I could buy a get on it, folks. Four. I could buy a fifteen-hour Gaunt's Ghost book instead. Yeah, I think the Lion novel is like six yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they're all like six or seven hours. Yeah, yeah, so like they're they're generally small, so it's a little pricier to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot of cool stuff in there, so we might be might be looking at that cool. in the future. Yeah, we'll get together and figure that out. Yeah, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I don't remember the handle at this time right now, but that's fine. RR30K. <laughs> Let's see. There's RR30K, RR30K podcast. You'll find us. Just just type us in Presumably Google. you've already found us because you're listening. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks to you for that. Uh, share with your friends and family if you enjoy this. Maybe not your family, but I don't know. Maybe you got some weird uncle who likes to also roll dice in a basement somewhere. So subscribe to Jesse Irvin's OnlyFans and uh, <laughs> RR30K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> personal (laughs) that's where the real content is yeah hope you like feet (laughs) good god here we go hey don't don't have your family listen to this one guys please start start them off somewhere else we are wholesome as shit guys (laughs) yeah uh Uh, We're all functioning adults, we swear. Semi-functioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. RR30K.com is our website. Be sure to check us out there. You can also f- subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and you can also follow our link, our RSS link to your favorite podcast app. Uh, join our Discord with the link in the show notes. Uh, yeah, if you if you want to, you know, actually support us financially for this show and... Um, no judgment here. Go over to patreon.com forward slash R30K podcast. For less than a monthly subscription to Warhammer Plus. That's right. <laughs> That's true. Or more. We're not ju- We're not going to stop you. It's true. Um, and way better content, clearly. God. <laughs> For right now, yes. Yes. Yeah, do, you, do you see the GW guys getting just sm- completely fucking smashed <laughs> and then talk about uh, Space Marines? I don't to think be so. fair, I think Duncan was hammered at least once I, during I, I, I'm 100% sure Dan... <laughs> Was under some sort of, you know, intoxicants. No, he was completely self-aware when he said the chaos gods don't exist. It's the only, <laughs> it's the only thing that keeps Steven up at night. That and Rogaldorn being the best Primarch. Uh, well, <laughs> he was certainly under some form of substance abuse for that. Mm-hmm. A drunk mind is a sober heart, folks. But yeah, that's, uh, I think that's it for this week. Yeah, that's all we got. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks Not again. Speed. And girls. And, you know. Everybody else, no judgment. We're full of love. Be yourself. Take care of yourself. Keep those dice rolling. And we'll catch you next time. Bye for now.